What's up, world? Andre J here, and you guys are officially tuned in to the first episode of Bulletproof Soul Speaks, the podcast. Before I even go any further, I want to thank the man above for allowing me the voice to be able to share this gift with you all, the experiences, the lessons, everything, the journey. It truly begins here, and I want to thank him for allowing me to have that path, to have that dream and to bring it into reality. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. And most of all, I appreciate all my listeners who are tuned in today. I thank you all. It is an amazing feeling to be uh, looked at and not judged for doing something new and stepping out on faith. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening. It means the world from, to me. Also, um, you'll be able to catch this podcast along with the prelude that I posted on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and also on YouTube. So don't fret. If you don't have one or the other, you know, there is a way for you to be able to stream this media. So check those out. Um, Of course, you know, I have social media pages up, so you'll be able to catch those links on those social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So check those out. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about an issue that has been going on in current days about a Momo challenge. And if you guys aren't aware of what a Momo challenge is, if I'm understanding correctly, it's a challenge. It's this created character that was pretty much putting in the minds of children of how to commit suicide. And although I've read some reports that this is a hoax, I felt like this is the right time to raise the level of awareness when it comes down to suicide and how it's affecting our communities uh, because suicide rates are on the rise. And it's so crazy because it said on an article that I read about suicide rates and our victims are children. And I was reading the, the Dayton Daily News and they pretty much stated that in Ohio, suicide and depression rates among teenagers have been climbing over the recent years. And the statistics that they broke down was staggering. Just throughout the years of 2007 to 2017, they found reports from the Health Policy Institute of Ohio that pretty much suicide deaths had increased more than twofold for the ages of 18 to 17, and that's about 35 to 80 deaths, and nearly 1.5 times for the age group of 18 to 25, which is 155 to 225 deaths, with the youngest suicide victim ranging from the age of eight. So let's just take a minute right there. The age of eight was the youngest victim of suicide. It is crazy that the world we live in today require us to say suicide and children in one breath. It's not a good feeling. And I wanted to bring awareness to this just because of the Momo challenge and just how we take things for granted or we don't pay attention to enough, enough to things that are going on around us. And I pretty much wanted to share how I feel like we can do better as a people, as guardians, as brothers, as sisters, as mothers, as fathers, as guardians, to help our children along the way to know that this is not the way to go and this is not something that you should look forward to. First, I feel like we hold a lot of things from our children that we shouldn't. 
And there's nothing wrong with censorship. I know it's hard as parents. I can only imagine how hard it is as parents to let your child know about the dangers of the world. But the bad part about it is, is that we're in a new phase, a new stage of life where everything is publicized from birthing down to death. It's sad to say it. And I feel like what we try to hide from our children, first, we don't give them a credit enough to know that they know it because they do. Again, we're in a digital age. Everything is posted, whether it's on TV, whether it's on social media, wherever, whatever. It is out there for our children to take in. And with, you know, growing up, you know, a child's brain is, is easier it's easier to be influenced. And there's so many things that a child can be influenced by. So that's when we step in and pretty much provide that sense of guidance. And I think, again, just to go back to stating that we hide a lot from our children that we don't give them credit for knowing. It's okay to not share so much detail, but we least need to let our children know that, hey, these dangers are here and these are the signs of these dangers. So they know to notify us when this is going on. And also we have to be encouraging and let our children share their point of view on some things because I feel like when you're listening in, it gives you insight on the headspace of your child. So you know how they are feeling. You'll know where they are coming from. You'll know if there are any influences that have caused them to see whatever this is and whatever light they're looking at it from. So I wanted to stop here. I want it to be an open dialogue between our children and the parents. We need to be asking our children each and every day, how are you feeling? How are you doing in school? Did anyone say anything to you that was quite offensive? How did it make you feel? We need to have these open dialogue conversations because children do well with hiding things, especially because there are so many avenues in which you can hide these things. You can be something and someone that you're not. And it's so hard because children are heavily influenced. We're not even going to get to social media. Just the way the world is set up and how children are growing up these days and how in school there are so many influences there because, you know, you have uh, groups which they call cliques, the populars, the not so popular uh, groups of children. You have all of these different types of pretty much segregations, I want to call them. And it's a lot to look up to. It's a lot to, to live up to when you're a child because you don't know which way to go. Sometimes we, we and, and I just think of from an adult's perspective, we are always so worried about how someone else feels about us, how someone looks at us. Imagine how children feel. I mean, as adults, at least we have the tools, at least some of the tools that we need to know that I don't care what someone else is think, someone else thinks about me. 
although it may still affect us in a way, children are broken down a bit quicker and a bit easier than an adult is because they don't have all the tools to know how to navigate through a situation like that. They're young, they're innocent. And with those influences to the forefront and available in that way, it's hard to make sure that you are encouraging your children to be the best that they can be and not worry about what someone else is saying when it's constantly in their face all the time. And again, that's where we step in and step up to ask those questions to our children about what it is and how it is that they feel about things and what is being said when they're away from home. Because bullying exists. And I know some parents and some people out here might feel like, oh, my child is not getting bullied. And if they get bullied, they know what to do. They will rough them up and I don't raise any punks and things like that. But you never really know how the child feels on the inside. You hear the parent always standing up and saying, this is how it should be done. Or this is what I encourage or this is what I taught my child to do. But there's no resolution in that, really, because at the end of the day, we don't know how the child feels. And bullying is very much so relevant in these times, if not more now than it, it, uh, it was back in the day. You know, it's very sad, and it ties into the development and the growth of a child and what they become. Because as you see, the statistics show that between 2007 and 2017, those rates of suicide deaths with children spiked. And the youngest was a child at the age of eight. And you ask yourself, what does a child know about suicide? What does a child know about committing suicide? There had to be some broken peace within the relationship of their ch that child and their guardian figure. And it's very hurtful to know that these rates are rising and we just pretend like this is not going on because we're too afraid to stand up to it and talk about it because we feel like, well, maybe our parenting is judged. Maybe our guardianship is going to be judged by this. It won't be. I feel like the best thing we can do is encourage each and every one of our children, each and every one of our parents to seek help if it's something that you feel like you can't do to make the situation better or if you don't know how to put the right words together to speak with your child, get help. That is the ultimate thing here is getting help. Um, I'm all about encouraging. I want everybody to be uplifted and fulfilled and Ways one could never imagine. That's how high I think of motivating and loving and being encouraging to one another. It really helps. The first thing we need to make sure we do besides talking to our children and asking those questions about how their day is going and if anyone offended them in any type of way, we need to let our children know that they are loved. We have to love on our children. That is the main thing that can help this epidemic and suicide deaths with children. We have to be able to make sure our children know that they are loved. I came from a household where I had nothing but love from 
my mother, my father, you know, my family. It was nothing but love. We had tough talks. We had rough patches. All families do. But one thing I didn't have to question was the love that my family had for me, the love that my mother had for me, the love that my father had for me. Those are things that I didn't have to question. We know that things exist where we have broken homes that affect children, very much so. And it ties, the, these thoughts tied to mental health, and which is another thing that I feel like we need to raise a level of awareness to more of is mental health. Because we, not everybody understands mental health. You know, growing up, you hear people joke about it. And I mean, just looking at the news and looking at the state of the world today, you hear these instances where these things are happening more and more. And I just think back when I was a child or growing up, just thinking about uh, just hearing it, you just heard it. And it was just like pushed under the rug. But now in today's world, it's every other situation with someone doing something chaotic Mental health is involved with that. It's a serious issue. And sometimes you can be victim, you know, you could be a product of your environment, especially when you're not given the skills and the tools you need to grow as a human. But we need to pay attention to these signs. I think for the most part, people feel like they can't they they if someone calls them crazy it's a bad thing i don't want to be looked at as crazy i don't want to be looked at as not a normal person and i think the first part of us getting out of that stage is being able to be comfortable with living our truth and speaking about how we feel about things and if there is something that is ailing us we need to be able to come up and come out and say, hey, this is bothering me. This has affected me. I think I need some help. And that goes for our children as well. Mental health in children is relevant. It's definitely relevant. I mean, you're never too young to deal with these issues that you think that they come along as adults. If anything, I feel like our children are more affected than even some most adults. It's, it has to start somewhere. And that's where it comes down to connecting with our children more, connecting with the world more, and stop judging and start helping. And that's what I want us to do as a people. All of my listeners out there, if you know someone that has mental health issues, if you know someone that is conflicted with suicidal thoughts or anything like that, there are prevention lines in which you can refer to them. If there are some self-help meetings that you can attend with that person, go with them. I feel like support is key. We have to support our children and let them know that you could be anything you want to be in this world. You can do anything you want to do in this world, but don't let someone else's voice of discouragement, of bullying, of hatred deter you from doing what it is you are set out to do. Be your best self at all times. Love yourself. You are loved by me. I love you. Those are the messages that we need to be giving out to our children, to our young adults, and to our adults because we all need a little push. We all need that help. We all have submitted 
to different type of vices that we didn't think we would be able to submit to, but we did. And like I said, because the world is set up to not publicly speak about health issues or mental health issues for that matter or suicidal thoughts because you don't want to be looked at by another set of people as crazy, foolish, dumb. You just decide not to talk about it. And that's what we need to get out of. It's just holding it in, let it out. Let's let it all out. So I have a challenge. And I'm going to call it hashtag living my truth challenge. I want everyone that is listening to take a minute and dig deep inside themselves and think about something that is heavy on their mind that has affected their life, that has held their life down to the point where they feel like they can't let that link from that chain loose. Think about it. Say it a couple of times in your mind. Repeat it. Get familiar with it. Let it out, out loud. Because what we want to do is get in the habit of speaking what it is and how it is we feel. And that does not always mean that we have to communicate it negatively. The fact that we let it out is a positive reinforcement right there. That's the beginning of your journey. A new journey with living a comfortable life. A new journey with living your best life. A new journey in reaching the highest heights of your life, the peak of your life, because you're now telling yourself that I'm worthy of a better life, a better way, a better world, because I am able to communicate something that has affected me so heavily for a day, an hour, years. I'm letting that go. Try this with your children if you have children as well. If they are conflicted with any type of self-doubt, um, if they don't have enough self-love for themselves, give them reassurance. You are everything I imagine you to be. And there is so much more out there for you to be. I love you for all that you are and who you are today. And I love you for who you'll be tomorrow. That scar on your face is beautiful. The length of your hair is amazing. Give those reinforcements to our children, to our loved ones, to our friends, our family. We all can use an extra push. So the message for today is, is hashtag stop suicide. Hashtag live your truth. Hashtag live your truth challenge. I want to challenge each and every one of my listeners out there to be their best selves. Be your best self. Love yourself. Give yourself a hug right now if that's what you feel like doing. Tell yourself that whatever it is I put my mind to, I can do it. I can be it. I am the best product of myself. And I have a lot of more growing to do. I love myself. I am worthy I can do whatever it is I put my mind to. Let's end this. Let's end this crazy spike in suicides with our children, with our young teenagers, with our adults. Let's let the world know that we won't succumb to this simple man-made festivity that we call suicide. We can be great. 
But we have to be great together and we have to continue to build each other up. We can't tear each other down when it comes down to this and we can't judge each other when it comes down to this. This is where we stop the madness. This is where we give our children that positive reinforcement that they look to us as adults for. There are so many things out here that influences our children, TV, social media, all of that. But let them know that's a world in its own. Don't get swallowed by it. Don't worry about that. Enjoy being a child as long as you can. And don't worry about that kid at school who called you ugly, who didn't say or who said you wasn't tall enough or said that you didn't qualify to be in this special type of group. You qualify for any and everything you put your mind to. Give that to our children. Give that to our loved ones. Give as much love as you can. And I'm telling you, we can win this battle. We can win this battle. I just want to encourage everybody, when you're posting to social media, leave as much positivity as you can. And I want you to end your status in your saying with hashtag stop suicide, hashtag address mental health. We want to do as much as we can as a group of people to bring awareness to these topics and let people know that it's okay to talk about these things. It is okay to let them off your chest and just live a better quality life knowing that you have been released of those demons. You are seeking help. You've received help. And now you're a better person due to the help that you received. So it has been an amazing experience being here with you all today, just talking about um, this particular topic, because, again, it just it, it speaks to me in so many ways, because just by what I've read over the past couple of days, past couple of weeks and the just reports that I've been hearing on the TV and the news, just it breaks my heart to know that our children are exposed to these things. But the good part about it is, is that we still can make a difference. We still can change what has been served up with this terrible, terrible idea of comfortability. And the reason why I say it's comfort, comfortability is because our children have gotten comfortable with holding, and we want to constantly encourage them that they don't have to hold this on the inside, that they can share with us so that we know what we need to do as parents as guiders, as role models to make sure that they get all the help that they need. So again, just do whatever you can to make sure that we continuously raise our level of awareness when it comes down to suicide and mental health. So I guess this concludes today's episode. But again, before I leave, I want to thank the man above for allowing this to happen today. And I want to thank you listeners for one, tuning in, for two, taking in this message and receiving it and sharing it with the world. Remember, Hashtag stop suicide. Hashtag address mental health. Again, check me out. I have a couple of social media pages out there. Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, 
YouTube, you name it. We're out there. We're doing this. And I thank you all for the love and support. I'll be back with you soon with something special. Uh, make sure you're checking out my social media platforms to get the latest updates on what's going on, what's to expect from the podcast, and also what you want to know and what you want to see. So I'll catch you guys really soon. This is Andre J. I'm concluding today's episode of Bulletproof Soul Speaks the Podcast. Thank you, guys. I appreciate all your love.